everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap uh, here at Inside Nebraska. We're at Folsom Field. He's Steve Marek, I'm Zach Carpenter, and uh, coming to you not long after 36-14 loss. Nebraska fell to Colorado, number 22 in the country, and it's the 22nd straight loss against a ranked opponent. Um, just another game of Nebraska pointing the pistol at its own foot and squeezing the trigger multiple times. They just keep giving games away because all the mistakes that Nebraska had in this game, I mean, that was their undoing yet yeah. again. I mean, after the game, Matt Rule said it himself. It was the same story as last week at Minnesota. Just a lot of mistakes, a lot of errors. They're not going away. Uh, the team had a, a, a full week. They had more days off than Colorado did. But uh, the Huskers just did the exact same thing, and they hurt themselves over and over. And now we have a quarterback issue at officially at Nebraska. I mean, many people, and you know, I, I don't blame them for that. They thought there was a quarterback issue after the Minnesota loss with De Jeff Sims and how poor he played, especially in the passing game. We know what he can do as a runner, but to win in the Big Ten, you need to attack through the air and be efficient through the air. Jeff Sims is not that, and just today against the Buffaloes, uh, a defense that struggled mightily against TCU's offense. Sims dropped two snaps. That were right here. I mean, it was like, right there is It was not so a snap not... problem. It, it was not a Ben Scott snap problem. He dropped two snaps. He threw a really bad interception that Shadur Sanders took and threw on the very next uh, possession for the very next play for the Buffaloes, a touchdown. It was just a terrible, terrible game, really, from Jeff Sims. And now I'm just left wondering, Who's going to be the quarterback at Northern Illinois? Is this fixable? Is, Je is Jeff Sims fixable? I don't know because he was—he is who he is right now. He showed exactly who he is at, at Georgia Tech, and everyone's—I'm uh, wondering if, if that's going to get better. Right now, it doesn't look like it's going to get better, and there's uh, an entire season left. Yeah, he had uh, two fumbled snaps, fum uh, lost fumbles, the interception, and then a uh, third fumble that. Whether it's credited to him or Gabe Irvin, who knows? But yet again, another another giveaway. Um, he had the 57-yard touchdown run, which was explosive. It was like okay, yeah. It was like we saw the good Jeff Sims right there, and for a moment you're thinking, okay, maybe that will be some sort of turning point, confidence builder um, for him to start gaining some momentum, gaining some traction, maybe some some comfort, and then that just did not happen yeah, the rest of the game. That touchdown run cut it to a one-score game, I believe. 13-7 uh, in the third quarter. The whole second half left. Um, but then at that point, I think Colorado started getting in a rhythm offensively. Yeah. Nebraska's defense was on the straight. field a lot. They got worn out, just like TCU's defense got worn out. So, you know, I don't think this is a Nebraska defense problem at all. This is a Jeff Sims problem. This is a Marcus Satterfield problem. Um, there's just a lot of questions right now, and it's not looking good for the Huskers right now because, let's be honest, they got embarrassed. They got their ass kicked on national TV, on Fox, with everybody here, a, a crazy crowd. It was The atmosphere in Boulder was electric. This game, these fans were just all about this game. They came and, and showed up for Colorado. It was not like 2019 when Nebraska basically had this place packed, the, the Folsom Field was full of red. It was not that at all. They had a little bit of sliver yep. of red over in the uh, northwest corner, I think it was. But outside of that, it was black and gold all around here. And boy, Nebraska just did not look good today. And everybody's just kind of wondering, there's a lot of questions going to be asked uh, this, this uh, upcoming week. And I want to get to the defense and uh, some more stuff about sort of the atmosphere of the game. But um, back one, the last point on Jeff Sims is we both talked, uh, we talked about how bad the game was during the, during, 
the action, obviously, in my mind just kept going back to in the summer or in the, in the spring, at, right after Casey Thompson transferred, I, we, we talked about it and I went on record multiple times that there were three different decisions that Rule made. He seemed to be pushing all the right buttons yep. in the off season with the, laying the foundation, um, uh, reaching out to the fans, becoming, uh, building a community presence, recruiting, yep. all of that. Yep. And then there are three decisions that I questioned personally. I, it was more of a, I questioned it because I just simply don't, I don't understand it. What was the rationale behind that decision? One of them, two of them, uh, after hearing the explanations from Rule, it was, uh, I totally understandable. I totally understand that. And I had, actually think, I agree with you, that will work. And I was retaining Donnie Rayola as the offensive line coach and hiring Garrett McGuire, such a young receivers coach. And yeah. I think that both of those, it's like, okay, see that working. What I didn't, and this was no, this was no, like, criticism of Jeff Sims necessarily, but the third one was when Casey Thompson transferred out after the spring was over. He didn't go through spring ball, and he wanted to stay here uh, and compete in fall camp for QB1. That was that was the goal for so long, and then that didn't happen. And then there and was read no between competition the lines at there, all. There was no competition. Yeah. There was not going to be a competition in fall camp, not true competition. It was going to be a clear-cut Sims 1, Casey Thompson 2. He transfers to Florida Atlantic. He balls out in his first game, and I think Jeff Sims has – um, maybe the same amount of turnovers so far as Casey Thompson has t uh, passing touchdowns yeah. through two weeks. We'll, we'll wait and see what FAU's game is, but there, we're, we're seeing the brunt of that. We're seeing the fallout uh, from that decision, but um, you have two get-right games in Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech coming up um, if Simpson's healthy, which it sounded like he was after the game. But um, back to the defense, like you said, the defense came to play. Oh, yeah. The offense, like you said, was not ready for the moment. Sims wasn't ready for the moment. The defense was. This the, the defense came out here and it played its ass off. Like mm -hmm. the uh, Colorado scored their first field goal uh, of the first half after Sims um, after Sims uh, the first snapped. second fumble yeah. fumbled snapped. Mm -hmm. They scored that field goal on a three and out. Yeah. And then uh, Sims put them in a bad position again with the interception. And then the defense was putting a uh, not a great situation at, uh, with Colorado getting the ball at their own 37-yard uh, line, so shorter field yeah. after Brian Buschini had a 30-yard punt, which there were so many mistakes in this game. Even four turnovers, uh, four penalties in the first half, uh, drop passes, drop, missed opportunities, just yeah. mistakes, miscues, and even it was bad enough that even Tristan Alvano, like the the state champion kicker or, yep. and reliable kicker, yeah. Brian Buschini, all Big Ten level punter is going to be an NFL guy NFL someday, guy even those two guys to still. Punt today. Yeah. It's just things like that were happening and it's not, again, I, I said it before, it's not good. Uh, today is not good. Uh, I don't know, Husker fans are probably drinking depressed in Boulder right now. Um, hope there's not a lot of fights going on because Colorado fans are going to be talking their mouths off and they deserve it because they have a really good football team, I think. Uh, th this offense is electric. They have a quarterback who's like a Heisman Trophy candidate right now. Shadur Sanders is a stud. He is a stud. He showed it at FCS. Everybody was wondering if he could do it in the FBS. He's doing it right now. So I don't know. It just go this just goes back to Nebraska, Jeff Sims, its offense, uh, Marcus Satterfield. Everything is just not clicking on the offensive side of the ball. It's not a defensive problem. Tony White has these guys playing hard. It's a good it's a good de defense, um, but just can't get past this offense. Um, you know, when Rule talked about Jeff Sims and he 
and he mentioned how NFL scouts were like, hey, look out for this guy. He's, he's a really good quarterback. And then uh, Jeff Collins, who um, a very good friend of Matt Rule, former Georgia Tech head coach, said, hey, uh, Jeff Sims, really good quarterback. Well, Jeff Collins wasn't a very good head coach at Georgia Tech. So I don't know what, what, what prompted, um, I guess, Matt Rule to bring in Jeff Sims and, and just be so adamant that this is the guy. Um, when uh, a guy like Casey Thompson is on the, on the roster, he's clearly, clearly a better passer, understands reading coverages, um, you know, I don't know. I'm just at a loss for words. I can keep rambling about this, but Nebraska has a quarterback problem right now. And um, I mean, we we talked enough about that. The one last point I wanted to say is when we were, when we did our bold predictions video, we all talked about the ways this game this game could go. I think everybody knew everybody knew the t the two different styles the teams wanted to play. Yeah. And I said I could see Nebraska getting its doors blown off and the game being over at halftime, mm -hmm. or as the second most realistic most likely outcome that I thought would be Nebraska does set the tempo. It does implement its ball control, ground and pound type style. And yeah. we, have a, we have a game in the second half. Mm -hmm. And I felt like both of those things happened yeah. because, well, did, yeah. because Nebraska did implement its style throughout the first half. Yeah. And honestly, up until it was about 13 to seven, mm -hmm. and then Colorado took off, they did implement their style. But again, crucial penalties, uh, crucial turnovers at the worst possible times for this Nebraska offense. So if they played their style, it went on offense from a game script perspective, how I think they would have envisioned it wanting to go. And it still in the end was not, was not good enough because of that ball, ball control or ball security issues that we saw pop up in uh, Minnesota. Um, I know you want to get out of here. You want to get up to the press box. I think I do too. Get out of the sun. Um, so Nebraska 0-2. Two straight uh, national spotlight games yeah. that they've opened the season with, and two straight times where they fell on their face and did it and very fast. But of the joke nationally, yet again for the second straight week. Uh, that's just a hill Matt Rule is going to have to climb for his tenure here, um, getting off to a slow start, 0 and 2. And now in comes Northern Illinois, who knocked off Boston College on the road a couple weeks, a couple weekends ago. Um, I don't want to say it's going to be an easy win because I don't really know that anymore. So. Even coming into the season, I didn't think that Northern Illinois or Louisiana Tech were gimmies. I don't think yeah. this, I don't think this Nebraska program has earned the right to no. believe that it's, that any game is a gimme. Just like Matt um, Rule said at Big Ten Media Days, he wants to start uh, earning the right, earning the the right to be respected, earning respect back. Definitely didn't happen ha today. Hasn't happened the last uh, no. two weeks, and uh, we'll, we'll have a. Uh, more from this game in the fallout, which it is a lot of doom and gloom right now, but I think we're being pretty harsh but fair. I think that's the that's sort of uh, my, uh, my I feel like we're doing because it's, it's uh, not a lot of good vibes going right now in the immediate future. No. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll be covering more from this game at InsideNebraska.com and on the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. So like and subscribe. Like this video, subscribe to the, to the YouTube uh, channel feed, and we'll be back here with more. Um, in, in the coming weeks and days. So for Steve Marek, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.